On today's episode of the Knicks Rewind Podcast, we're going to do a little draft preview deal. It's early, it's March 28th, but we're Owen and I are each going to go through our top 10 prospects, and then we're going to do a tankathon simulation and just place guys on teams and you know see what guys' fits are, and then we'll answer some of your Twitter questions at the end. All right. Sound good? Let's do it. Yeah, uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at Nick's Rewind Pod. Check out our website, nicksrewind.com. And let's just get right into it. We're gonna start the show by doing our each we have we each have our own lists. We haven't seen each other's lists, so we'll have like genuine debates and reactions about it. Top ten guys in the 2020 draft uh, for this summer. We've done some talk about this, so I have a feeling I know where some of his guys are going to be placed, and I'm sure he does for me too. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, we have pros and cons for each of our guys, and we'll talk and debate, and then we have some comparisons for some of our guys. So I'll yes. start. With my number one prospect in the 2020 draft. Oh, and if you had to guess, who do you think it would be? It's Anthony Edwards. It's Anthony Edwards. That's correct. I love Anthony Edwards. Now, obviously, I'm biased. I am a big Georgia fan. But... You love Anthony Edwards. Okay. What I saw from him this year was... I, it, I'm confident to say that he's my number one prospect. He's All the right. best athlete in this draft. He right. has ridiculous ass athleticism from dunk highlights to getting to the rim. This guy is top-notch elite athleticism. 19.1 points per game, 5.2 rebounds, 2.8 assists. By looking at the three major categories, that's a fantastic stat line. And he carried right, a pretty much no, depleted... Let's about, let me, let's let me give about, my pitch. Let me give my pitch. No, let's talk about efficiency. <laughs> I'm going to that. Relax. I mean, if, he but carried, if going, let me, Relax. Let okay. me give my pitch. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Then, you, then you can, you know... Take I think I should trade. All right, no, I think we should. I think let me let me say my number one guy. No, let me say my guy first. This is All how right, we're doing it. it. I'm gonna give my pitch, and then you'll talk about. It, then you'll give your guy, and then I'll talk about it, and we'll see. He carried a pretty much depleted Georgia roster. He is the most complete player in the class. He has shooting, finishing, passing, defensive tools, etc. On defense, at times Edwards would check out. Uh, this is likely because he had to do everything on offense. But when he locked in, his length and size made him a hugely impactful player on that end. His cons are his shooting percentages and shot selection, as Owen said. I don't think shot selection will be an issue. Many times at Georgia, the offense will become stagnant and force him into many late shot clock situations. Also, sometimes a bad shot from Edwards would be Georgia's best offense because they didn't have any other guys. They had hardly any weapons around him, so an early pull-up three was sometimes their best option. He shot a really low 29.8%. And only 30% on two-point jumpers. Those will go up with effective spacing and an NBA roster around him. Um, I think Edwards is the number one player in the class. He's the most NBA ready. Comes with the right tools. Good-looking jumper. And he can make an impact as a 19-year-old. That's my pitch for Anthony Edwards as the number one overall player. Owen, what do you think? I First off, I disagree with the thing about the NBA ready. I would not say he's the most NBA ready prospect. Who would you say? Most NBA ready prospect is not my number one prospect, but the most NBA ready prospect is Okongu. Um, okay. In my opinion. I like Okongu. Um, but, but anyway, okay. Okay. All right. Well, we, not shockingly, uh, diverge on our opinions. My number one prospect is LaMelo Ball. Um,. Talk about inefficient scoring. Okay, Jeez. I know. But if we're going to talk about, you know, the lines, the top, like, you know, the three major stat categories, Melo averaged 17, 7, and 7. In 12 games. In a man's league. Is a, is, is a man's league really a better than American college league. basketball? Is it really better? I, mean, I don't know. It could be. It could be, but it's he's playing against men. He's playing against grown men. Like, you know, I, I'd say they're pretty comparable. I think something is like, you know, 
know, are better than others, but a lot of like really good college players who fade out will go and play overseas in Australia and Spain, whatever, you know? Okay. But here's my pitch for Mello. A is good. He's a really good player. Not surprisingly, he's my number two prospect. Okay. Okay. But Melo can do things that nobody else in the last five or ten years can. You watch that highlight tape, and this is more of an eye test thing than looking at stats. LaMelo can make passes. LaMelo can make offensive plays, high IQ basketball plays that just simply aren't made by kids his age. Hmm. He's six foot seven, handles the ball like he's six two. He passes like no prospect I've seen pass in the longest time. He can get to the basket when he wants to. I know his three-point shot is inconsistent. He's got defensive tools when he locks in, which is similar to Edwards. But you watch Melo, he's just different. And he fits in perfectly with what the Knicks need, where Edwards does not. So, LaMelo Ball, the most talented draft prospect by far in this class, has a guy who has a chance to be a triple-double threat every single night. He's going to lead the league in assists one day. He might not be the most efficient scorer, but that guy can pass and passing point guards who are six foot seven. Ben Simmons, Magic Johnson, LeBron James. That's the list. All right, let's move on. I, I, he look, is an impressive. You make, okay, he's my number. Okay, okay, like, I'll start. I'll start. Talk, well, yeah, talk to me. He's my number two guy, so I'll get to him when we. We're, we're about to move on to our number two guy. He's my number two guy, so I'll gloss over some of the things you say, and I'll say some of my opinions. But since I started with AE in the number one pick, you start with your number two pick and just reiter- reiterate no, gloss over we, all right. some of the things should I say. Should we debate about it? I mean, I think you could really go either way. Lamelo is my number two guy. I don't think... You're getting yeah, two, di- you're getting two different players. They're not similar guys, really. Lamelo like, is a better... It's, it really depends yeah, okay. on what you need, too. Like, Lavelle is a better passer. A.E. is a better scorer. And that's probably how it's going to turn out in their careers. I'm curious, though. Like, if you have – if you're on the clock okay. with the Knicks, number one pick, who do you take? I'm going to take Anthony Edwards. God, that's idiotic. Man. I think him and RJ would be perfect. I know we've been wanting a point guard forever, but I think him Yo, and RJ at the no, two and let's, three. No, let's put, let's put two guys next to each other who have very similar games and cannot shoot they don't for really shit. have similar games anyway this we're not this is not a Knicks pod right now we're talking about fine man I'm just saying um talk to me about your number two pick a little bit my number two pick is Anthony Edwards um you know I went back and forth on this a little bit but I guess just like the intangibles and the IQ and just like I watched Melo pass he's an incredible passer And that's something that Edwards can't really say. Um, You know, Edwards is good. Like, he's he's a very NBA-friendly prospect. He's 6'5". He's got super long arms. He can be a good defender. He's a freak athlete. He's a shot maker. But there are a lot of downsides I see with Edwards, you know, like especially his decision-making is terrible. And I know you defend by him playing on, like, a terrible team. But his decision-making is awful. He, he has a good game every once in a while when he chews show up. But that type of like entitled attitude like will not get you anywhere. He also had a lot of duds this season. Like a lot of really bad games. When his jumper is not great, he doesn't have like a whole lot to go to. I know he can go to the basket, but he's got games when he's cold. Like he's a streak shooter. He's not a consistent jump shooter. Right. He's kind of. He's like. A, he's like exactly. Twenty nine percent is not very justifiable. He is a Levine type. I like Skimber. Levine is a very good comparison for him. Wiggins is a very good comparison for him. Do you want Zach Levine? Not I really. think I, uh, I don't. You know, like I think Melo's upside is far greater than that. 
Well, but okay. That well, being said, he's still my number two. Let's keep this moving. Let me go to my number two guy, which is Melo, and I'll just reiterate some okay. of the things that we can kind of go do yeah, this do this one quicker. He's an elite passer, like you said. Some of the passes this guy makes, like you said, are ridiculous. And I urge all of my our listeners to go to YouTube and look at some of his passing highlights. Six point eight assists in New Zealand over twelve games. Another one of his pros are size and rebounding. It's rare for a guard to be hauling in seven point six rebounds per game. He's listed at six seven, six eight. And like you said, not many guys can ball can handle the ball like that. Some of his cons are his shooting. Like the reason I'm a little freaked out about Ball's numbers more than Edwards though is because the shot form's really unorthodox looking shot. Ball has always had an unorthodox looking shot. Edwards looks really good. He averages 17 points on 25% from three and 37.5% from the field and 72% from the line. This is worse than Anthony Edwards' numbers. Um, and the samples they are, they just, are, but and, not by not by that much, Johnny. And the sample size, like it's hard to compare Ball to Ball's numbers to Anthony Edwards because he's playing across the world. He's played 12 games. And was injured for the rest of it. So like, I, we saw okay. good things in twelve games, but I mean, I'm I'm very. Edwards look. averaged nineteen a game on forty percent from the field, twenty nine from three, and seventy seven from the line. But like you said, Didn't a lot of a lot of Georgia's offense was a lot of Georgia's offense ended up him taking a shitty shot at the end of the shot clock because it was like because the offense became so stagnant at times where that's just how it happens sometimes. Guys are in different situations, and I look. I, I'm on a. I'm on the Labello Melo Ball train. I like him a lot, and if the Knicks end up with him, great. Like we're getting a great player. Okay. Um, certainly not anti uh, Lamelo. I just like right. Anthony Edwards, and you know, I'll say twenty percent right. of me is biased. I was watching him all year. Look, all right. I'll start with three. All right. So we disagree on one or two, but I, I like them. It's I could go either way. Okay. Give it to me. Three? Right, give it to me. Yeah. Killian Hayes out of France. Okay. I'm channeling my inner French because of Frank. But I'll I'll make my Killian argument. I don't know who your guy is, then you'll give me your argument. Do you want me to tell you who my guy is? Wait and then let me give my let me give my spiel. Can I, can I just tell you who my sure. guy is? Fine, whatever. I'll tell you who my guy is. It's Killian Hayes. Oh, okay. Cool. We agreed. Yeah. Okay. So we can do this one yeah. together. I'll start with some of his pros. Right. And you can if you can right. step in on what I'm missing. Yeah. He's a 6'5 lefty point guard come out of France. He's risen a lot on recent draft boards. He's a guy I really want the Knicks to draft, like if we don't get one of the top two picks. He's definitely my third option for them. Playmaking is good. He's the second best passer in the draft, in my opinion, and I think he's a pretty close second. I can see him and Mitch having a great log connection. He's a crafty ball handler. He switches speeds yeah. well. His shooting and scoring ability, he's got a step-back jumper, which is his go-to move, and it's really go-to move, and it's really smooth. He loves the lefty floater, and he's crafty when taking it to the rim. He shot 39% from three, which is significantly better than Edwards and Ball. Yeah, but that was just in the Euro Cup when actually playing in his league. I think overall his numbers are down closer to 30. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I think, well, yeah. He's got a good-looking jumper, though. I think he can be a great scorer. Yeah. He shot yeah. 90% from the line this last se- this past season. Yes. And if you yeah. use any stat to tell if a guy will be a good NBA shooter, free throw percentage is a pretty good number to go by. And he's he's a good athlete. He's not like Anthony Edwards, but he's a good athlete. Um, you want to talk about some more of the pros and some of the cons? We no, can I mean, this one up. Hayes is a really intriguing prospect. Um, he can really pass very well. Um which is enticing for somebody his size. I know he's not Lamelo, but I he's six four. Like he's a good six four, six five. He also has a lot of defensive potential just with his natural length um, and the way he moves. And you talked about that silky smooth jumper. There's potential there, and I see him improving a lot as a shooter as time goes on. You mentioned the really good free throw percentage. In terms of weaknesses with Hayes um, that I see, and like why he's not even higher for me. He just he has trouble really getting to the rim in the half court one on one against his man. Uh, he doesn't exactly have like blow by speed um, or that quick burst that Edwards has that really quick first step. Um, he's really good though attacking on a straight line off the pick and roll. He's a really good passer on the pick and roll. Um, so I'd say yeah, I mean he's a really enticing prospect. I think last year he goes like fifth or sixth maybe. But I think this year he's going to be a big riser, and I think there's a good chance he'll go in the top three. He's lefty dominant, which is one other thing. And when he attacks right, he does usually switch back to his left. 
Yes. And at times in the pick and roll, he'll force the action, but he's like an 18-year-old kid. Like, of course, he's going to force the action sometimes in pick and roll. Yeah, he's young. He's young, and he's also – he's playing on, a like, a good team in Germany. You know, yeah, I mean, he's exactly. not like – you know, and mm-hmm. he's not like – like, he's playing with – I mean, like, you he's remember Isaiah Briscoe yeah. from Kentucky? Yeah, he's on his team. Um, you know, they're good leagues over there. Um, so, yeah, he's – He's an intriguing guy. I really like him. I really like his game. He's just smooth. Yeah, he's like smooth. He's fun to watch. Smooth. And yeah. I like, I really watched, watch. I enjoyed watching his I highlights. would love him here. He's also for the, you know, I remember we talked about him. I brought him up a little bit on our our podcast with the New York Knicks podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, not a French guy. For all the Knicks fans that are scared of French guys, <laughs> he's actually technically not French. He was born in Florida. Moved to France because his dad played basketball there. And his dad, instead of him going back to the States to play high school, his dad wanted him to play professionally in France and now Germany. Thanks for the clarification. So, you're welcome. <laughs> How do you think? Do you like the D'Lo comparison? I've seen that thrown out a lot. I think I do and I don't. Um, I think he's going to be a better defender than D'Lo will. D'Lo gives me, you know, kind of like... Lazier vibes. Very just lazy vibe. Yeah, Hayes', Hayes game isn't really like that. Um, I'd say Hayes moves at a quicker pace than D'Lo does. Mm-hmm. You know, D'Lo's very crafty, very herky-jerky. And I wouldn't say that Hayes necessarily possesses that trait. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very good at attacking straight downhill, and he's really good in transition. So just a, he's a great passer. That's the one thing that D'Lo never really like we expected from D'Lo that never really translated as much as I thought it would. Um, but yeah, I have a feeling our four guys are the same. You tell okay. me you you okay. you give it you give it to me first, and if it's the I'll same, I'll tell you first. I, this is one that I was kind of reluctant to put here, but I felt like I should. Okay, um, not a prospect that I'm thrilled about, but some of his measurables slash athletic ability is hard to ignore james wiseman we disagree okay so is you give me your you give me your wiseman and then i'll tell you who mine is and then we'll compare okay it a bit. um here's the thing because i was grappling between okongu and wiseman here i you know wiseman here is an upside play mm-hmm. i have a hard time seeing wiseman being a bad player in the end he moves and runs the floor, you know, like not a lot of guys can. It's actually, I'm actually shocked that he's this high. I, you've never been that high on Wiseman. I thought he's going to be like six. I'm not that high on him. Um, I'm not, but there's great potential there. I think this is just more of a risk for me since he was the consensus number one guy kind of coming in to the year. And obviously, like his college days kind of got stripped from him. But watching what I watch. And, you know, some of his tapes, because really with him, there aren't a lot of stats to look at because he only played like four played, or five He games. played three games. One of them was against... Three games, yeah. I, I have it written down. One of them was He had against, like 30 and Yeah, one of them against, was against like, South Carolina yeah. State, University of Illinois at Chicago and Oregon. And he played against Oregon, yeah. You know, and he, he's got a developing jump shot. But, you know, he's, he's a lazy player, though. He kind of like messes around too much. Like take shots he shouldn't really be taking, but he can run the floor and his movement pattern gives great potential for somebody who's going to be great right. on I mean, defense. He's... And I think his potential for offensive skill and his size is why I put him above Onyeka. Right, he's an elite athlete and he's a seven-one, and you know it's really hard to pass up on a guy just with his body frame. Um, but I'll give my fourth pick. And you guessed it, Okongwu. Onyeka Okongwu. I like this kid a lot, actually. 6'9", power forward, played for USC as a freshman this past season. And I think he could be the best two-way player in the draft this year. Um, Mm -hmm. He's an elite athlete, super high jumper, strong body that can allow him to guard most centers, even at 6'9". He can block shots, and he's an elite lob threat. Gets crafty at the rim and can finish through contact with his strength. Got really good two-way potential. The most exciting thing about this guy, as I said, was his two-way potential. He's a proven scorer at 16 points per game, but also averages 2.7 blocks per game and 3.2 per 36 minutes. And a 7-1 wingspan can never go wrong with that. He's got great post moves, good footwork, 
makes him really explosive, uses great yeah. touch to put the ball in the rim. 10.2 rebounds per 36 minutes. As I said, great athlete. That will allow him to become a top rebounder in the NBA maybe one day. Some of the cons is he forces the ball at the rim sometimes. He doesn't always see like the outside shooters, and sometimes he gets tunnel vision when he gets the ball at the high post. Turnovers, yeah, bad turnover to assist ratio. I mean, two turnovers per game, 1.1 assists per game. Tunnel vision, like I said. And he's not a stretch big. He won't be shooting threes once he enters the league. I mean, he's more of a traditional. No, he only took, what did he? Yeah, he didn't shoot threes. More of an at- He took. He's more of a traditional like athletic, yeah. big, big, three, big man. You know, shot blocking, dunks, leap footwork, soft touch around the rim. I think it's he's yeah. a pretty safe pick he at number took, four. He took four threes. He took four threes all year. Okay, yeah. Um, see, like he's not going to be shooting threes for you. Yeah, you said it kind of with Okongu. Um, I think he could develop into a good playmaker. Um, I don't think it's there right now, um, but. A lot of a guy I see in him, um, and this is kind of something I've stolen from Twitter, but I thought this makes a lot of sense, is kind of like a Bam out of bio type. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, I saw that too. Somebody who can like really be really switchable in terms of pick and rolls, uh, guard multiple positions. Like he's going to be a high blocks guy, but he's also going to be a high steals guy, mm-hmm. which is really impressive for somebody his size. Got good hands. He's just a guy who you'll draft and you know kind of he's going to be a really good solid pro for you for the next like 10 years he could develop into an all-star if he develops a jump shot you know it's kind of like i know bam was an all-star this year but it's kind of the difference between him becoming kind of like a siakam type and staying at like slightly below kind of like an out of bio level is him developing a really consistent jump shot and being a good playmaker um and really being able to attack Mm-hmm. Um, in a straight line drive more than he does but the stats are impressive yeah I he's mean, got impressive stats PBR man. was above 30 mm-hmm. um, he shot 72% from the line which I guess shows potential for him being able to make jump shots one day he got some he can move he well, can dunk really well yeah, he's too. a fly yeah. he's a high flyer yeah, so it's kind of crazy. Uh, let me ask. Him and Mello used to play together. Yeah, and at Chino Hills, at Chino right? Hills, yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this: yeah. If you were the Knicks, would you rather have Wiseman or Okongwu? I take Okongu with um, Mitchell Robinson. I think you can, Mitchell Robinson, right? Yeah, with Robinson because I think you can plug Okongu in at the four and the five, and I think he offers up a little more, you know, skill and versatility. If, than if, Wiseman if we does. end up, I think if a, we didn't have Mitch, I would take Wiseman. If we if we uh, don't end up with a point guard and we end up with Okongu somehow, which I think is highly unlikely, that is a pretty damn good defensive front court there. It is. But it worries me because I think our our issue for years is just well, space. There, it, yeah, no, it won't give you any. Spacing. And we need we need a guard. We need, we need a, guard. a guard. Yeah, absolutely. We need a guard. Right. Um, you started four, so I'll start Six? with five. It's we're at five. Oh, you're at five. We're at five. Oh well, who's your five? My five is Denny out of Dija. Really? I have okay. Denny at that high. Yeah. Um, All right. So I, I don't, it sounds like you don't have him. So I'll give my case for Denny at five. Oh. Then you'll tell me who you have after. We just talked about him a lot, so we don't. Oh, have you have Okongwu. Okay, so let me give my case for Denny, and then sound good. We can we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll split this one. So, a six nine small forward out of Israel. He's nineteen, and he's risen recently. He's got really good athleticism and size. Allows him to get out in transition. He's a good passer, especially for a six nine dude. Good at orchestrating the pick and roll. Uh, can shoot, pass, or swing the ball when orchestrating the pick and roll good pocket passer and doesn't turn the ball over much he's strong down low he likes to get in the low post for a skinny white dude and uses size athleticism and strength to overpower other small forwards he's a great rebounder he's got the length the size the strength and a good vertical jump some of the cons which you might hit on a little bit spot up shooting he's not a good shooter um He's shown really good flashes to become a good shooter, but he doesn't they don't fall that often. He's got really good form though, so obviously that's promising. But 52% from the line is not that promising. Uh no. three-point shooting needs some work. 33% from deep this past season, but only made 0.9 per game. But the form is good, form is there, and shot creation. 92% of his shots are spot up, which I think is kind of an alarming number. It's a lot. Uh, whether it's in transition off the catch or off a cut to the rim this will need to improve but he's got the Mm -hmm. tools to do it he's a really good backdoor cutter and he's he he would help any team with spacing so if you want to if you want to give a little insight on this guy let me know but i like him a lot at five i think he's got Um, a lot of upside 
I think I'll pass for now. I have Denny a little bit lower than you okay. do. Just to add on, I mean, just to add on a little bit, I love Denny. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of grappled with this. I kind of wanted to put him super high. Mm-hmm. Like I watched his highlight tape and I was like, this is the type of kid that I just fall in love with. Because <laughs> he's, a, another, know, he's, he's like a, top, super, like a weird lanky white dude, you know, like kind of like a white dude. He's like super cocky. Um, and he, he does a lot of things that are really good. Um, you know, I watched a lot of tape today. I watched some of his tape. He led Israel to a U20, like under 20 FIBA championship. And he looks like a superstar, like handling the ball, scoring on guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can move and he can handle. But then I watched some of his highlights playing Israel this year. And it's just a lot of like cuts, layups. You know, when he makes his threes, he's more of just like, a, am feeling it. I'm just going to like pull up in this guy's face. Uh-huh. He doesn't have much of like a catch and shoot three point game. Right. Um, right. He's a lot of like floaters. He struggles like really getting to the rim against size. Um, but promising defender. That's one thing I'll yeah, say about for sure. him. Yeah, a lot, lot of good, a lot of good defensive upside with him. He's if a really to, smart player. If you had to give a comparison for him, do you have anybody off the top of your mind? I saw a young Gordon Hayward was one of them. I thought that was pretty Interesting. okay. That's okay. Hayward, I think, had more experience as a shot creator coming out and was a less mm-hmm. comparable athlete. Yeah, I mean, he was the Denny's star at a better athlete than Hayward was. Yeah. yeah. And Hayward, definitely a better shooter and whatnot. Um, I don't know. In terms of Denny, like Gary Harris, someone like that comes to mind. Gary Harris um, is a little small. Little, that's, I know. That's what I was thinking. Just like that type of game. There's someone who just like runs and gets out in transition and cuts a lot. That name came to mind. I don't really know. Yeah, it's, he's, I mean, obviously he's a pretty tough, comparable guy. Like We don't see too many guys yeah. like this come out of Europe. But no. um, you want to talk about a better shooter. Yeah. You want to talk about Okongwu for a minute? And did I hit? Did I miss anything? Yeah, I mean, you hit a lot. Um, I really like Okongwu's game. He's going to be a really great defender in the NBA for sure, and at least he'll be a really capable finisher and lob catcher in the NBA. I think him expanding his offensive game a little bit is his key to stardom. But mm-hmm. I think he's going to be definitely be a really good NBA player. I I, I like a lot with him. Want to move to six? Um, Let's do it. So you start with six. All right. My sixth guy is Tyrese Halliburton. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um, is not not my six. My six is Wiseman. Okay. So I, we won't. We don't have to go there too much because you you hit pretty much everything. All but right. tell me about All this right. kid. I like this um, kid a lot, Halliburton. So I've kind of had Halliburton on my radar for a little bit. I remember I told you like, look at this kid's mm-hmm. highlights. He's fallen a little bit for me just because I don't really see a ton of superstar potential with him. Halliburton is going to be a really solid NBA point guard. He passes the ball really well. He rebounds the ball really well. He's a really good defender. He's super efficient. Um, he's got an odd-looking shot, which I worry that he'll not necessarily be able to get off, um, like coming off screens um, or what will separate him from really being a great shooter. But he shot 40% from three this year um, in an injury-shortened season, but I think he showed enough. He's also a guy who has an opportunity, kind of like LaMelo, to put up like triple-doubles. Like He's a good rebounding guard. He's a really good passer, especially in transition. Um, in terms of weaknesses, I'd say he's a guy that will get most of his offense in transition or on spot-up threes. He's not much of a half-court scorer. Um because of that odd shot that he kind of needs to set up a little bit, I don't see much of a pull-up game um, or an opportunity for that. I don't think his release is quick enough for him to be able to get that off, really, or just it's just not really compatible for a pull-up game. But he's really good straight-line driver, you know, similar to Hayes. Um, really good passer, sets guys up really well, good lob thrower. Um, I, I think he's a really good player. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a fan too. But I don't think he has all star. I don't think he'll ever be an all star. But I think yeah. he'll be really. Good. No, I think he's going to be a good point guard in this league for a long time. I have Bagley at or not Bagley Wiseman. Bagley's Bagley's kind of like Wiseman. I get but, the vibes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have Wiseman at six just because the lack of just the sample size and the lack of games he played. Yeah. But it is hard to really pass up on a seven one dude. It's 
And the tough part about this guy he is... He can move like that. Yeah. It's, he's, he's got a smooth jumper, too. He doesn't shoot the ball. He shoots 70% at the line. He shot, well, three games. He, he, does, he doesn't really shoot the ball, though. He, I, I was watching some tape, and he's got you know a couple of nice little turnarounds that he just looks so good taking. All right, let's move on to seven. We're going through this pretty fast. Seven is Halliburton for me. Uh, okay. So close. I'll just touch on some of the things... Um, he's a really good passer, like you said, really well, really good at pick and roll. Once again, a guy who can be a great lob threat to Mitch. Good court vision, good IQ, six and a half assists per game, two and a half steals per game too. He's got a seven foot wingspan, um, yeah. and he definitely has the tools to become a great defender. Transition, steals, six rebounds per game. He his game kind of reminds me of a better shooting Lamelo, but not as good of a pass. Like he, he's got the similar. I mean, he's a little shorter, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can see it with the rebound numbers and the passing numbers, and like I kind of see like a taller, and a weird shot, you know, slightly less skilled Mike Conley. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I wouldn't call him an explosive ass athlete. Like most of his points are in threes or transitions. He doesn't really get to the rim in the half court. Um, yeah, and fifteen point two points per game isn't bad, but you'd probably hope that was closer to twenty ish. Like at Iowa State, I don't know. Iowa State was good this year, though. But um, yeah, were, I don't know. I, hurt, I, yeah. He didn't show much of a finishing ability in traffic. But true. Um, that's the he's one, a really positive. Yeah, player. but that's like yeah. really the one knock on him, and that's kind of nitpicky. But yeah, you know, he won't. He likely, like you said, he likely won't be an all star, but he'll be a really quality point guard in the league for a long time. And I'm a fan. And if we, if no, the Knicks I'm, end up getting getting him, I'll be pretty thrilled. Not gonna lie, like I'll be pretty happy. I'm a I'm a fan too, and I know his um his his shot is weird, and I think that'll throw off a lot of people. But I mean, he shot almost six threes a game this year and made forty two percent. That's really good. Um, and yeah. and shot eighty eighty two percent. I mean, he's fifty forty eighty. Um, his shooting slash line. So yeah, he's which is he's an impressive really player. Um, I really like him. So my number seven might come as a bit of a surprise to you. Um, it's Isaac Okoro. Okay, I like him a lot. He's not seven for me, but I like him. Tell me why. I think he's. I think he'll be a great two-way player. But go ahead. Okoro. Um, first off, just from what I saw, he's going to be a great NBA. Um, I think that's for sure. At the very least, I think he's going to be a great NBA defender. Moves side to side incredibly well. Um. I think he was one of the best defenders in the country this year, uh, playing on a pretty good Auburn team. Um, and I really just like his overall NBA. He's, in addition to that, an explosive athlete, someone who's going to be able to get out and transition and finish above the rim. He cuts really well also, and he's good straight line driving to the basket. You know, again, with him, which is kind of the case for a lot of these kids, he can't really, doesn't give you that like superstar create an half court ability you know like he's not like a great shot maker he doesn't shoot the three very well um from what i said but i think his offensive just his overall upside i'd say is enough for me to put him here i think any team that gets him will improve and will get a player that will help the team like he's a winning player okoro is a winning player i actually really like he's that a guy pick. Who will i like that pick a lot play defense rebound and at the very least will cut to the basket and you know within the flow of the offense and finish um well the three-point shot is what's going to separate him from being really good and really bad which is the case for a lot of prospects but especially him yeah um i agree he's later on my list but uh yeah you want to go to eight yeah you tell me your guy i'll tell you my guy and then we'll see where it goes you're smiling why are you smiling i think you know who it is slipped a little bit for me is it cole no, it's Denny Avdia. Oh, Denny. Yeah, Denny. Um, we um, hit on Denny, Denny, but yeah, tell me more. So uh, okay. we were just, our, we went on a little break because the call was messing up a little bit. Uh, right before Owen was going to talk about Denny Avdija, or whatever his name is, for the eighth pick. But we just got a, an interesting Shams notification. Owen, you want to say what it is? Nick's owner, Jim Dolan, has tested positive for the coronavirus. He's been in self-isolation and is experiencing little yes. to no symptoms. You know, actually, this is my opportunity to shout out Dolan real quick. He's actually been doing 
very well so far with this whole thing. You know, I think he's he's donated a lot of money. He's still paying, you know, the uh, MSG employees. I know he offered up the garden as like a potential hospital mm-hmm. for, um, you know, people to go to um, if necessary. So like, I don't know. I mean, like, whatever sucks. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of a Dolan. I'm on team Dolan right now. He's doing a good job. When the basketball starts, that'll probably change, but <laughs> that'll definitely change. He's, he's, he's done actually very well. I respect it. Um, yeah, whatever. Let's get back to this. Let's, let's get All back right. to this. All right. Tell me All about right. Denny. Sorry. What was it? Eighth pick Denny. And then I'll tell you about mine. Denny Avdia. We already, um, we already talked about him, but, uh, as you said, good player. The, the one thing I guess is really glaring for me is he's actually really good at attacking closeouts. Um, but in the NBA, guys just won't close out as hard on him if he can't make the NBA three, um, which is a concern because he only shot 33%, you know, overseas, as you said, and only 52 from the line. Um, so like Tyler Hero only shot like 34% from three in college, but shot like 94 from the line. Yeah. And also Denny only made, he made less use. than one per game. Less than one per game. Yeah. So he's not a high volume shooter necessarily, even though he has promising form. It's surprising that he shot 52%. Like I shot like 62% from the line this year in high school. And I'm not a very good shooter. Should I talk about my eight? Yeah, tell me your eight. I'm curious. Obi Toppin. Cole? Oh, God. I know you don't like this guy. He's 22. <laughs> That's probably why. Um, yeah, he's old and he's not that good. But he's, he's a redshirt sophomore. He's a Dayton power forward listed at 6'9", coming out of our hometown, Brooklyn, New York. He's a great athlete. His athleticism and frame is similar to Okongwu. He's an explosive athlete with many powerful dunks in his highlight tape. He's got more shooting potential than Okongwu. He made 1-3 mm-hmm. game at 39%, 70% from the line, 67.4 on effective field goal percentage, which is good. And he led one of the top teams in the country. And I've, I've always valued guys who can win basketball games, except for Anthony Edwards' case. Um, cons, he's not an elite rebounder, 8.6 per 36 minutes. He's not a great perimeter defender, and the biggest one is his draft age. He is already 22, which is not beautiful, and honestly, that's probably the reason why he's 8. He might be 7 if he was like 20, uh, and he's got pretty poor post footwork. He's an athlete, and it depends mm-hmm. on what kind of guys you need. Thinking about it now, I would probably switch him with my number 9 guy, who is, I'll just I'll sp- spit it up, it's Okoro. I would probably switch okay. that right now. Okay. So, um. All right, let me let's shoot down Obi Toppin real quick. Um, as you said, twenty two. Um, he uh, did a post grad year in high school, and he redshirted his first year at Dayton. So technically, this is his fourth year out of high school. Hence, twenty two years old. Um, when going through his tape, looking at his like his stats are really impressive. Just on paper, like forty percent from three, he shot like a really high percentage from two as well. But just, like, what's this guy going to do well in the NBA? Like, he can't really, like, score one-on-one that well. He can't. He, he doesn't have good post footwork. He's a tweener. I don't know if you call him a four. I don't know if you call him a three. I don't know if you call him a five. He's not, you know, well, like, positionless basketball these days, like, does it really matter? What, it, what the hell is positionless basketball? David Fisdale told me about positionless basketball. <laughs> no, you that's, need guys that's been a thing like, these past couple of years. But you need guys to line up well enough. Yeah, but that's a good thing. That like, means you can't can... stick Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, and Marcus Morris on the No, but it's a good thing. Say, hey, the guys, fact, here's a basketball. The fact that you court. said, is he a small forward, power forward, or center is probably a good thing. That means he can no, probably guard I'm, all three. He can't, he can't guard a center. He's not big enough. I don't know if he can guard a four, a good four. I don't think I he bet, moves he well could. enough, or he's long enough. He's a good athlete. He's a good jumper. But besides defense... Honestly, my biggest question with him is his offensive potential. He catches lobs. He hits open threes. He doesn't have a good post game. He doesn't have a good attack, like dribble drive game. I don't see that much potential. I just see him playing in the A-10, which is like glorified Division Three basketball. Is, is, lot if of, you lot had to of, pick a number, I, where would he be on your board? 14 at least. Are you serious? Bro, he's not going to be a good low. NBA player. 
I just don't like his game at all. He just catches lobs. It's like that's all not, he does. He's he a great provide. athlete, dude. He can do more than catch lobs. But he's a dunker. He's not like a, you know, he's a, he's a dunker. He has shot he's not 40% a, from three. That's pretty damn promising. On wide open shots. He's not. Have yeah, you but seen if, his if, he, if, if, if you have to contest a 6'9 dude out on the three-point line, that's pretty valuable in, in itself. Like, that's a whole spacing thing. Like, that's pretty valuable even if he's not right, even Sherry, taking them. Can, I, I guess that's valuable, but I don't see star potential at all. I don't see I don't star see potential past height. anybody past six, honestly. All right, but I don't really see a great player either. Right, well, I changed him to nine on my list, and uh, Okoro is eight, so let me talk, let me just talk about him real quick. You already talked about him, but like you said, the shooting isn't great. 29% on point seven makes from three is not good, but and you know but that can change. He's got good form, and he's shown promising things. Sticks to his man on defense, 6.5.5 wingspan, or six foot, eight and a half inch wingspan. Gets to the line a lot. But only shoots sixty-seven percent. He's an explosive athlete. We'll get to the rim. It's better than Barrett, dude. What? Why is that relevant? <laughs> Barrett is Barrett shot seventy-five percent in the past month of NBA games, but that's not that good. Seventy for from, like from a fucking, month sample from, size. I better hear eighty-five if you're gonna give me like from forty in the last from forty to seventy. Shot seventy percent. That's better. Hey, all right, whatever. Relax. And Continue. Continue. I, I kind of like the young Kawhi Leonard comparison for Okoro. I kind of do too. I kind of see, like, I think who ends up with Okoro is going to end up with a guy, if they develop him right, is going to be really fucking good. But he can also be kind of a dud. There's two. There. He could be a dud. Yeah. Um, You want to talk? All right. So yeah. you want to talk about your nine? My nine is Tyrese Maxey. Um, I think he'll be a solid NBA player. You know, as you said, kind of beyond six, even six, seven, there's not a lot of star potential. Um, you know, besides Okoro, um, I really don't see a guy beyond this spot developing into a star. Um, Maxie's a decent player. He doesn't shoot the three very well, only about 29%. He's a really good finisher, though. He's a good defender as well on a Kentucky team that played really good defense you know i see a solid guard who in the best case scenario is a starter on a really good playoff team or a sixth man who can come off the bench and put up buckets in a hurry and play really good defense i don't see anyone much better than that i actually in second thought i want to switch him in cole um cole is my 10 guy but yeah maxi there's just not too much to get excited about um you want to talk about cole for a minute Let's talk about cool. So both are ten guys. Maxi, your nine also. I no, Max, well, I switched. Maxi wasn't on your list. Maxi was not on my list because Obi is now my okay. nine, and I switched uh, Okora. Facts. Obi and okay, that's our those are discrepancies. Okay. Um. So you want to talk about what's his face at UNC, Poly Prep? Yeah, let's talk about um. Cole Anthony. Uh, highly recruited I, guy I, out of high school. UNC yeah. was very number excited. two prospect in the class. Yeah. yeah, I don't personally love Cole, but at this point, he might be the best bet. So I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about some of the pros. You want to talk about some of the cons? We'll split it up yeah, that way. Of some Let's of the pros it. are his rebounding per thirty six minutes. He pulls in six boards at six three. I mean, that's pretty impressive for impressive. a point guard. Yeah. Scoring potential now. Potential is potential. in all caps. <laughs> Because he has potential to become yes. a great scorer in the NBA. He was very inefficient at UNC, but dealt with some injuries throughout the year. 18.5 points per game is impressive. 35% from three is horrible. He has a good-looking jumper. I don't like the his offensive game. He takes a lot of pull-up mid-range jumpers. That is not my thing. Floaters. A lot of floaters. That's not totally my thing. But eighteen, you, it's hard to shut down and overlook 18.5 points per game. Yeah. UNC um, was also bad this year. That was another thing. Yeah, they were. That's another thing to say about Cole. Um, you know, it's kind of a similar Edwards argument. I think there wasn't as much of this argument for Edwards because he wasn't as bad as Cole was. Um, but UNC was pretty terrible. Um, like watching them against Duke, like they have no spacing. Those are like the two UNC games I watched all year were both of the Duke games. Like, because they were just they were awful um they didn't space the floor very well he doesn't really have another like offensive really good offensive player on his team um and hopefully he will improve with spacing cons with cole he's little 
He's six three, which seems tall, but he's got he's six three with arms that are six three or even a little less. He can profile well as a defender who will like pick people's pockets and be kind of a pest, but he doesn't offer much in terms of length um, and side to side athleticism. He's also a guy I can see being kind of lazy on the defensive end. Um, he's only fifty percent true said, shooting per thirty six minutes, which isn't good. As you said, shot profile which is really weak. And the three-point shot, I think he has good enough form where I think it could translate. But the worrisome is his finishing and, as you said, those bad mid-range pull-ups and floaters. He doesn't finish very well at the rim. He's not big enough and he's not, like, crafty enough like a Kyrie, you know, or... He's not really, yeah, he's not athletic enough. He kind of relies on his athleticism a little bit, but he's not as athletic as he kind of needs to be mm-hmm. to really do right. that. You know, he's not like a Westbrook or a Rose. Um, he also just, he's just, it's just those mid range jumpers, which are just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. you know, just not good. Efficient. But the thing, the thing is at 10 though, like this might but be your best the shot. He, that, true. But that's the shot. And he's my 10 guy too. That's the shot he can get. You mm-hmm. know, he has a hard time getting to the rim because he's not very big. He can't, you know, finish very well above contact, but Cole's a gamer, you know, like he's a guy who I think could end up being a very good player if he goes into the right situation. So yeah, that's my, that's my Cole opinion. I agree with all your Cole stuff. Um, so those are our top 10 guys. That was about almost 50 minutes of, uh, us talking about our top five 10 guys. Zero? Yeah. 50, five zero. Wow. By oh, fast, wow. Right. Um, so do you think, we have time to do the tankathon thing or should we save that for a different episode i think let's just answer questions all right let's answer some questions so we have some twitter guys um respond to us and we will see what they said so our boys we'll start with our guys uh over at new york knicks podcast mark and jay they ask how will the knicks screw up the draft well it's inevitable you know we will okay (laughs) <laughs> there are different scenarios mm-hmm. there's one we get the seventh or eighth pick and we draft cole anthony or leon rose sees obi toppin and falls in love <laughs> sees him dunk between the legs in the game <laughs> and says that's my guy also saw he signed with caa the other day so you know interestingly enough i think an interesting comparison for toppin that i saw i this is kind of going off track but I was I actually came up with this myself because I came across some Amari highlights and I thought like best case scenario mm-hmm. maybe you know yeah similar comparable like I think yeah best I saw case that scenario, comparison that's too the type I, of guy I, meant to, I meant to mention that I just I made that I made that oh, in I, my I, head. Oh, okay. I I didn't see that anyway I saw that but um oh really okay Nick's tape at Nick's tape ninety one asked what is James Wiseman's ceiling. Top five center in the league, top three center in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean he's an elite athlete, seven one, good looking jumper. Um, I think we don't know what his. Yeah, it's really hard to tell. Haven't seen him. Yeah, because we've seen play three games: one against South Carolina State and University of Illinois at Chicago. So hard to tell. Yes, I mean one game against a real, real good Power Five team. Mm -hmm. So yeah. At Justified J asked, I'm looking at Okoro, serious kid can finish with both hands if he gets a jumper, instant all-star. And we were praising Okoro pretty much the whole episode. Um, and I think if he gets a jumper, he, like you said, ceiling could be like a Kawhi Leonard type. I don't think it's crazy. I mean, that's a little much. But yeah, I don't think that's... I, no, but I mean, Kawhi was the 15th pick. Yeah. You know, I mean, never it's so not, was Giannis. Look, I don't... If he gets a jumper, I think he'll be a really good player. I, I think if he, but I mean, if you get Kawhi's pull up game, you know, Kawhi didn't just get a jumper. Kawhi got like the best shooting coach. In the, he in also the got league. the best shooting coach in San Antonio. Yeah, I think that's another thing. I think if Okoro comes to the Knicks and, you know, depends who we hire as our head coach. But it's know? likely but he will not end up getting You get being like David shooter. Fisdale again, you know, I mean, like, he's fucked. You know, a guy like that. So I, I don't have a lot of trust in our player development. At Ladies Love CC asked, I'm going to mess up this name, but I know a little bit about him. Alexej Pokolyevsky out of Greece, I think. 
Yeah. Is he more is he more of a KP slash Larry Markinen slash Luke Cornett? I think if I had to guess, he's probably closest to Luke Cornett. I don't really like his game that much. I think he's a little skinny, little flimsy. Yeah, um, K- yeah. KP was skinny, but like he was also like he special. Wasn't that skinny. Yeah, and se- he was also seven three. That this kid just doesn't do. I think kids like this kind of get overhyped a little bit. Example A: Dragon Bender, yeah. um, because of you know what KP's done so far in the league and the potential that he's flashed. But it's it's um, rare. It's really rare to come across a guy like KP. Yep, yep. It's really rare. Hey, man, Luke Cornett's a good player, though. Maybe I'll cry myself to sleep. Uh, okay. Uh, this is actually something we touched about, touched on. Uh, at very ass very own asked if the Knicks draft your boy Ob Toppin, can he and Mitchell Robinson play together, or is Ob better suited to play center in the NBA? I think Ob he's not he's better not better suited, suited to play center. Yeah. I think if he develops like a good quick release jumper, I think him and Mitch could play next to each other if necessary. I think they could become the next Blake and DeAndre, except I don't think Obi could become Blake. But <laughs> I don't know. Toppin, yeah. Yeah. I do think they could play next to each other if necessary, though, to answer the question. Not draft-related, but at 5,000 Burr uh, asks, what are some of Frank's greatest games of his career? <laughs> The recent one against the freaking what was it Wizards twenty ten yeah Come on, uh, yeah Wizards twenty ten um and the no, Lakers when he hit the half court like the, the Lakers the logo I was gonna one. say yeah. that one that's like that's my favorite Frank game personally that's like one of my favorite and NBA of course, games I don't know he might have had like seven or eight points in this game but remember the Pacers game yeah and he hit the game winner or, and he hit yeah. the game winner yeah that was sick um also look last I'm, year when we lost to the Magic by like twenty five. Except he had 18 points in the second half. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he kind of starts popping off. That's where the gift and comes from. And then he fouled out. Yeah, the, yeah. and the gift comes. Gift comes from him when he's like pumping his fists, and yeah. I use that gift a lot. I'll I'll never turn down an opportunity to talk about Frank. So thank you, thank you. Yes. Um, Chris Falsinelli, our boy, my boy, yeah. <laughs> asked who is the most overrated and who is most underrated in the draft. Overrated. Obi I mean, Toppin. okay, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Um, overrated for me, I don't know, because I like, you know, everyone in the top eight. I mean, it's probably, Cole Anthony has fallen a lot, but he's probably pretty overrated. Not a fan. Um, I think Obi will be better than Cole Anthony. I'd say most overrated, in my opinion, would be Denny. Um, yeah, I think, I don't, I don't know if he's, I think he profiles as a really good prospect, but I think once people start putting him into the top five conversation i think that's when he gets a little i think and i and he, i have seen him in top five conversations i think most um, underrated is okongwu yeah. or okoro i think okoro is the guy who people are sleeping on a lot mm-hmm. i'm really excited about him i'd be thrilled if the Knicks could get him yeah and uh yeah. shout out to jonathan macri for the retweet giving us some of those extra questions in there yes um, appreciate it that we were hoping to get to doing a tankathon simulation and doing top 10, but we'll do that on next week's episode. Yeah, this was long. This was longer than expected, but I enjoyed doing it. I thought that was fun. Me too. Me too, man. So thank yeah, you guys for listening. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter and talk to us about... We're, I'm, I'm, so, I'm on Twitter every day now that I'm in quarantine, so I'm, Twitter screen time is really high. So I'm, I, I love getting in conversations with people about draft stuff because... Yes, indeed. That is really the only thing we have to talk about right now. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. And catch you guys on next week's episode. Stay safe. Don't get corona. Bye, guys.